0: It's time to talk to God and let God talk to us. A lot of times we go through the week and um, we don't talk to God. And until we get in a challenging situation, we may not even stop to let God really talk to us. So I'm going to lift up our scripture, which is Psalm 111, verses 7 through 10. And then Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. I'll be reading from the message translation. And then we're going to talk to God and be encouraged today that what we will leave with will be a directive that will speak to each of our hearts. Amen. Let us begin with Psalm 111, verses 7 through 10. It says, he manufactures truth and justice. All of his products are guaranteed to last. Never out of date, never obsolete, rust proof. All he makes and does is honest and true. He paid the ransom for his people. He ordained the covenant And kept it forever. He's so personal. And holy. And worthy of our respect. The good life begins in the fear of God. Do that. And you'll know the blessing of God. His hallelujah lasts forever. Ephesians 5, 15 through 20 says, So watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. Don't drink too much wine. That cheapens your life. Drink the spirit of God. Huge drafts of God. Sing praises of drinking, praising songs unto God. Sing songs from your heart to Christ. Sing praises over everything. Any excuse for a song to God the Father in the name of our master Jesus Christ. Sing it. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I thank you that you have already put a song in our heart. You have already given us a spirit of praise and thanksgiving. Your anointing is already in this place. Hallelujah, King Jesus. Thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy, and thank you for waking us up. But right now, thank you, God, that you are pricking each of our hearts. Stir up the spirit in us. Move me behind the cross. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord. For this is the acceptable praise. Let that praise go in and come out. Go in, come out, for you are God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to start this sermon with a simple statement. And there's a young man sitting on this front row. His last name is Wise. So it could almost be a personal sermon called Wise Up. Amen. Just Wise Up. Wherever we are in the point of our life, we can all wise up. Gain some wisdom from God by giving him the ultimate praise. Wise up. Wise up. Get the wisdom from God and give him the ultimate praise. I have some students over here and they say that they're going to graduate in early June 2010. But if they don't begin to wise up and give them some ultimate praise, that, that graduation will come, but it's going to come with a difficult struggle. When you've been waiting there for graduation of this magnitude for 12 years, you got to wise up. You can't arrive on campus sharper than you can imagine and expect they're going to... Just stamp your finishing diploma and say, go on home. You don't need to do these nine. You're finished. Wise up. Because the reality, unless you get up every day giving God the ultimate praise, you're going to find yourself mad with the world, upset with life, and challenged by what's ahead of you. Wise up. If you want to graduate, you got to do something about it to graduate. You don't just get to 12th grade and decide you want to graduate. You have to decide every day of your life that you want to receive the education that God is offering to you from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. You got to take a lot of exams. You got to do a lot of different things. But you got to be willing to wise up. Wise up. Because if you want to go to college and you never complete a college application, you don't go to that college or university. Wise up if you want to work for a certain company and they require you to do a job application online and you decide you don't want to do that. Wise up. You can't give ultimate praise if you haven't chosen and decided and humbled yourself into a decision that you're going to be obedient under God. Wise up. Because even if the bill that came in was higher than you thought it was gonna be, wise up, because HLMP, CenterPoint, whomever they are, gave you a payment plan. They've allowed you to pay it over the next 12 months for all the air conditioning that you used this last 30 days. Some of y'all are saying, it's been so hot in my house, I had to go somewhere else so I could wise up because I'm afraid of going to my mailbox. I'm afraid to pick up my phone. Everybody's tracking me down. Wise up. We don't make a change by ourselves. We only make a change because we wise up. I read a commentary this week and the statement that stuck in my mind simply says wisdom begins with grateful praise and obedience the statement comes from a commentary I use called keeping holy time and he goes on to say those who have wisdom will embrace God's commitments and values let me say that again those who have wisdom will embrace god's commandments so this is where we're going to start this journey because there is an intersection between psalm 111 and the ephesians passage that simply is a statement about wisdom most of us who read the bible or most of us who've had some understanding or time in church when we think of teaching on wisdom we say oh go go ahead to the proverbs Don't jump into any other passages except the Proverbs. Well, newsflash, wisdom is all the way through the Bible because the gift that we get of wisdom is because we've learned to listen to God. You and I and no other human being can become wise all by themselves. No matter if your last name is wise, you don't gain the wisdom just because. If you don't get into a relationship with Jesus Christ, then your faith can help you become wise because the only faith you have is in yourself. And some people would say, I'm trying to learn how to be independent. Well, today, if you're going to really think about gaining wisdom, it's important to become intradependent. We want the plans that God has for our lives, not just the only the plans that we wrote down last week and the week before that and the last new year and 14 years ago and the ones in our diary. We want the plans that God has for us. So wise up, pay attention, get on God's path and learn how to give the ultimate praise a little teaching from some i mean from ephesians paul is writing to the people of ephesus this is not a jump up and down sermon but it is a teaching sermon some of us have to be willing to hear the worship and hear it in the context of what is worship really about What is praise all about? What is wisdom all about? Paul was talking to the people of Ephesus. And just consider yourself, all of the people on this side of the room, y'all are from Ephesus. Welcome to the Ephesus community. And Paul is giving some instructions. These people over here, they live in some other community. Maybe they live in Corinth, or maybe they live in South Park, or maybe they live cross town. Maybe they live in Fresno, but they don't live yet in Ephesus, and they're hanging around people every day from Ephesus. You work with these folks, you go to the same school with these folks, you're on the freeway with these folks, but you are people who God has spoke to through Paul. And these people had maybe heard it on the radio. It doesn't matter where you heard the word of God, but sometimes you can get direct teaching and sometimes you get indirect teaching, but the bottom line is you are seeking to get wisdom. So Paul contrasted what it means to be wise and unwise. He talked about what it means to be cool and not cool. He talked about what it means when I say that you're wise, how to watch your step, use your head, and make the most of every chance that you got. Not just the ones you got last week, but the ones that you get day in and day out. There's a young man that's been serving with us this summer, and he volunteered for an event. And he showed up like he was receiving a paycheck. That's wisdom. But when he kept showing up and set the equipment right, the people who run the union for technicians at the Wortham Theater said, would you like to take the test and get in the union? I like your work style. Why is that important? Because he used that moment for the best that he could. He could have went in and said, You know, they ain't going to pay me. They really not going to give me no money. So I'm going to just come in here and just be cool. I don't have to do much. But he was wise. And he used his time wisely because he showed up and somebody paid attention, saw his diligence, and he had an opportunity to go further in the area he is excited about. Are we taking advantage of every moment? Are we living wisely? Are we just complaining? And I don't point to this side of the room or that side of the room. There's a complainer everywhere. There's one on the freeway. There's one on the bank. There's one in the grocery store. And sometimes it's us. Every time I get in the short line in the grocery store, it becomes the long line as soon as I get in it. And I have to watch myself because I may not complain out loud, but my face looks like I'm complaining. How'd I get in this line again? You know, as soon as I get in the line, they open up another cash register. The five o'clock moment. Is it personal? Did y'all wait till I got my stuff right in line? And then y'all open it way over here. And then everybody moving and jumping. I said, well, I just need to stay in this lane. As soon as I make that decision, the lady said, I think there's a price check on four. Do we complain or do we take advantage of the moment? I've learned to take advantage of the moment. And I turn around and I introduce myself to the person standing behind me. Hi, my name is Pastor Jackie King. And, and uh, have you prayed today? I know you need prayer about this line because I need prayer about this line. But let me tell you, we can pray together. Amen. I use that time wisely because if I don't call on the name of Jesus and I don't ask Him to speak to me right that moment, that flesh could get right on in the way. Fast as I turn around, I could be acting up. Does that happen to you? Does that happen to anybody? My husband says it happens to me when I get in the car, so I try to put an anointing over my vehicle. So when I get in, I won't act out of sorts. But there's certain freeways that just make me turn and twist and twitch, and and I have to say, wait a minute. I'm going to make the best of this situation. And I've been on a freeway ready to complain. And later on, I find that there's some danger happened on that freeway. And because I hadn't gotten there, God spared me from hurt, harm, and danger. Right. I have to take advantage of where we are. We have to take advantage with a spiritual truth and understanding that God is able. Wise up. Pay attention. So the directive here is to start with basic wisdom. Do you want it? And are you willing to allow God to show it to you? You may ask the question, how do I get this wisdom? I'm so glad you asked. Because it's not a know-it-all attitude. I have wisdom and I know everything. Wisdom is humility. Wisdom is a willingness to allow God to leave in every aspect of your life. A lot of times we're willing to let God lead over here. But we are like the folk outside of Ephesus. We're not sure we want them to lead in our finance. We're not sure we want them to lead on our job. We're not sure we want them to lead in our other activities. We want God to be in a place. So that's why Paul was talking to the people of Ephesus. Your spirituality isn't just over here in this place. It takes over everything. So now everybody, the people who are in Fresno, the people who in South Park, the people up the street, everybody is part of the body of Christ. Right. And you're not living out over there. He's covering everything. He's offering us wisdom day in and day out. Wisdom over our finances. Wisdom over how we raise our children. Wisdom on our jobs. Wisdom in our cars. Wisdom at the grocery store. Wisdom in our personal space. Sometimes that's where it breaks down the hardest. Because we put on such a great posture out in the public. Wise, wonderful. Wonderful. But we forget that we also have to be humble at home. Sometimes that's a challenge. And how do we get to this wisdom? We wise up. Give God the ultimate praise. And we start listening when God speaks to us. Instead of ignoring the direction he said to go sometimes it's an inkling in our hearts and our minds and he'll say don't go this way but we say that's the way I go home every day I know it's the least amount of traffic ain't nobody over there running up into each other it's sunshiny in Houston Texas it's not raining on that side of Houston today and Lord said but I sent you another direction Because I want you to encounter somebody new. I want you to talk to somebody new. I want you to show my praises to somebody new. I just want you to be who I've called you to be. I've called you into right relationship with me. And I'm looking for you to live like that. Wise up. And some of us don't wise up. Because we have decided that we know it all we make some unwise decisions, then we beg with God to give us forgiveness. We make some unwise choices and we wanna blame everybody. We make some unwise decisions and we say, well, if you had just called me, I wouldn't have went that way. News flash, God is calling us all the time. He knows your text number. He knows your cell number. He knows your fax number. He knows the number you haven't given out to anybody. He knows all the numbers that we have. We have to wise up and give ultimate praise and say, what he has called me to do, I'm going to stop on a dime and allow it to happen. Why do we not grab hold to the wisdom? One word. Fear. Turn to your neighbor and say, fear. I'm getting past the fear today because God has told me that if I stop whining and I won't be complaining, my behavior and my posture can change. I can get on track and I can do what God has called me to do. Understanding that God... We can depend on the promises of God, the gifts of having a faith relationship and leaning on the God of love and the God of grace is what Psalm 111 tells us. Do we want to be on track? Do we want to lean and depend on God? Do we want his plans to be fulfilled? Sometimes if we're truthful, we say, now, look, God, my plans are going pretty well. I'm having a little fun. Can we just modify your plans and and hang with mine? Believe it or not, some of our plans, we are living in the way God wants us to live. But because we won't yield by wisdom, grace, love, and mercy to the whole picture, we're actually living a tilted life. We're not totally unwise. We're not completely foolish. We just somewhat tilted. And after a while, if you tilt your body a certain way, you start to get a pain in your shoulder. Then you get a pain in your back. And then your head starts hurting because you're not aligned. Anybody know what this is? This is a leveler. If there was a leveler for our life, when it sits down on a flat surface, something ought to be balanced. But if it's sitting this way, then the little bubble never comes in the middle. When we are out of connection with God, we're like a level tilted to the side. The bubble just doesn't get in the middle. We're not balanced. We're not peaceful. We're not loving. We're not there. But where we are is out of order with God. So wisdom... Offer us by the grace of God offers us an opportunity to get to know God. Later on in the Ephesians passage, Paul continues to tell the Ephesians what they can do to gain and grab hold to this wisdom. It's the same instructions to us. He says, "Sing songs to the heart of Christ. Sing praises." Over everything, any excuse, give a song to God. What if you had a song for the crowded bank? And what if you had a song for every disappointment that you keep living over and over? What if you just had a desire to say, I want the love that you have for me to manifest? And once it's manifested, I want to live it to the fullest. But I'm going to praise you until it comes. I'm going to praise you until I can see it yet again. I want the demonstrative praise unto God to be so clear and so consistent that my mouth will shout out to Jesus, that my body will stretch out to the Lord, that everything I do, I seek to be in obedience and relationship with God. Wise up and give them ultimate praise. What if you did it for 24 hours? Would you do it again? What if you made a commitment and say, Lord, if you help me stick to the plan for 24 hours, I'm going to praise you all the way through. Why that example? Because when I started my journey early on, I struggled with a scripture that was called 1 Thessalonians. It said, pray without ceasing. And I said to an older woman who said, told me to pray all the time. I told her, I don't mean no harm, ma'am. But I work in a corporate environment. And there's no way in the world I'm going to walk around talking to myself just in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, King Jesus. Talk to me, Father. Oh, Lord, have mercy. She said, have you ever just allowed your spirit to just connect and talk to God? You don't have to run your mouth at all. You don't have to say a word. But let the word bubble up in you and just keep saying, I'm a praise God for great children. I'ma praise God because we're going to walk through this senior year like no other year before. I'ma praise God because everybody's going to get on the right page. I'ma praise God because he is who he is. I'ma praise God because he's a provisionary kind of God. I'ma praise God because his healing is real. I'ma praise God because I want love in my life. I'ma praise God because I want peace that surpasses all understanding. I'ma praise God because God is who he is. I'ma praise God because he's righteous, he's mighty, he's holy, he's awesome. I'ma just praise God just because. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him all over and over and over. But what if I did that and he didn't give me a shout out back? Well, that's the final point. We have to begin confessing to God. He already knows who we are. He already knows everything about us. He knows every challenge about us. He knows everything that we've been hiding from our mama, our cousin, pookie, grandma, big mama, big daddy. He knows all the hidden secrets. But confess. Come clean. Stop living the drama. Because the life that we've planned cannot be lived. If we want to wise up and get where God has called us to go, dependency upon him connection to him no more whining no more complaining grab hold to the gift of life that has your name over allow the holy spirit to preside over everything scripture says look don't be drunk on wine let the spirit take over and that's my last thought that was another area that many cool christians struggle with We can't be out here shouting and sweating. But the reality is some of us need a little shout. Some of us need a little sweat. Some of us have a perception of what the Holy Spirit is about. The Holy Spirit is here to comfort and guide us and direct us and give us wisdom that surpasses all understanding. The reality of it is Jesus went to the cross so that we would have life and life abundantly. And he said that he'd send a comforter. And the comforter is right here. And it's not about how you act, what you look like, how you behave, who you say what to. It's about embracing God. Let him grab hold to your 17-year-old self. Let him grab hold to a 6-year-old child. Let him grab hold to a 35-year-old woman. Let him grab hold to a 40-year-old man. Let him grab hold to each of our lives at the same time. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly well. Give him 24 hours. Give him another 24 We give the iPod more time than we give God. We give gadgets and technology more time than we give God. We're worried about our minutes on the cricket phone and our minutes on this plane. How many minutes have we given God? Don't count for me, count for God. How many times have we only cried out to Jesus Christ when it was a problem? Praise Him in the good times. Praise Him anyhow. Say yes to God. Wise up. Consider His amazing grace. Just thank Him for His mercy. Thank Him for the joy of this day. Thank Him for yes. That he didn't say yes to our plans because our plans were out of source. Say yes and thank him for moving you from there to here. Give him a hallelujah praise. Give him a hallelujah praise. Give him a hallelujah praise. He's all that plus some. Give him a hallelujah praise. Thank him for waking you up. That was praise that could have worked for me. That was praise that would have been all right for me. Give him some praise. Stand on your feet. Love the Lord thy God this day because he woke you up, started you on your way. Give him some praise. Wise up! Wise up! Wise up! Wise up! Wise up! He's got his eye on your future. Can you see it? He's directing you some new places. Can you see it? He's calling you into some new things. You might have to cancel some old friends. Wise up and let them go. Hold on to Jesus. Wise up. Wise up. Get your wise up. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you haven't talked to God and you don't know him, and you're afraid he doesn't know you. Connect with this body of Christ. There's a lot of great things that are already going on. He wants us to be in right relationship.